Hey guys, welcome back to Wanderlusty. On this episode, Kim and London discuss sex work, being black in all white schools, and mother-daughter relationships. Tune in to hear more. Spending money on like anything, like besides food, I'd be just like, oh, that's not probably gonna happen. Um, you see like a shirt for $20 and you like, um, do I really need another shirt? I already got shirts at home. But then you see money, I mean spend any type of money for food. And it's like, yeah. I I really, oh my gosh, I spend any amount of money on food. And that's probably my weakness. But anyway. Yeah y'all didn't ask but also my lips are like super dry and you can see the dryness right here mm-hmm. y'all don't look at me i'm now do you do you want some lip balm <laughs> i have capstick and stuff and i put it on the thing is i get this like condition which i actually like started researching but i promptly uh stopped researching it so i should probably get back into mm. it i look really like yeah interested in it interesting look and it's funny i got this shirt on but anyways um so i like uh this condition i mean i feel like i've had it for a couple years or whatever but it's similar to like i would assume like what eczema is but like on my lips mm. and, I get it. and it okay yeah typically happens in the winter but it's it's wild out season i guess also <laughs> the thing about spring since it is springtime everybody um over here cicadas are coming out so Ew, yeah, you told me about it and I was like very uncomfortable with the with that knowledge. <laughs> it's oh my gosh. Oh yeah, we wound up um yesterday. Oh yeah, but hello uh Wanda Lester Wanda Lusty listeners and everything. This is gonna be um right. Welcome back to another episode of Wander Lusty. Another episode. Wanna make sure y'all know that y'all recognize the stuff because we do kind of get into it and stuff. And I, you know, as long as y'all fine with it, we fine with it. But you know, yeah. we, <laughs> welcome. Hit us up on IG at Wander Lusty Pod. So yeah, we always open ears. But um I forgot what I was getting into, and that's just that. <laughs> so Kim, how you? Oh yeah, yesterday. The cicadas, the cicadas, I think. Yes. Okay, we were <laughs> like we had gone to this um nature trail and stuff. Um, and oh my gosh, it was getting kind of dark as we were walking back, and all I heard was like like that that noise cicadas make. Like it's like this really like uh I don't mm. even know how to describe it uh, but I was just like oh no they coming <laughs> they're on their way and I'm not uh I just don't like bugs in general and then for them to be a nice size they're yeah. nice size bugs okay that's pretty big nice size bugs and like they is hordes of them like they're everywhere and they get stuck on your clothes because they really like kind of like velcro to a degree like they just like, oh my God. so anyways that's a weird evolutionary know, thing why why do they why sorry they, <laughs> no why do they exist yeah why do they and yeah I know just specifically that like sticking thing seems so weird to me like what are they why have they evolved to be able to do that like what's the purpose I mean I'm sure if I looked it up it wouldn't take long to like <laughs> to Probably figure it like, out, but you know how bugs be like sticking onto like leaves and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, and they just not yeah. Evolution sucks on there. Are people. cicadas the same thing as locusts? Locusts? No, I don't like think... the thing from the Bible. Oh, hmm. I feel like I know, locusts like... be tearing up the environment, whereas mm. cicadas they just chilling. 
Loki. Gotcha. I feel like they got another name. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, no, they unfortunately they was even I was doing some like a little bit of like um watching about like locust activity happening. I think it was in West Africa last year, and it was just mm. a lot of like locusts that were just like um, yeah like rampage and everything and like destroying the crops and stuff and they were like what in the world oh my gosh that's just sounds so because if those things were coming oh my god <laughs> it makes me feel so ew <laughs> why does that exist and oh my gosh if we're supposed to have some deity some higher power and they chose that like what why <laughs> okay but Oh, but uh, that's why they're know. so gross is there any I feel like um oh my fault go ahead um no you're good i don't i don't know should i ask eric yeah eric i feel like i hear me seeing that his headphones on yeah and i remembered like oh you know what actually um we like rearrange the room and we keep the windows open like quite a lot because it like gets um like really hot in here um and I haven't seen them now like anymore but a couple of weeks ago I was just cleaning and you know moving a lot of stuff around and there was just like spiders everywhere it was like four sp- spiders max but it's just like only in the bedroom is where I saw them and so I was like what's going on one of my like my little house slippers and there was a spider in there one day and I was like oh my god and so I like I wrote myself a note and placed it on top of the slippers and it was like check for bugs and I didn't use them for like a week and then Eric was like did you actually check to see who's still in there and I was like that's not my business but um I have since then I've checked and the bug is no longer there but um thank you yeah no outside of like you know flies and spiders and typical stuff like that I've not seen any like really um serious bugs over here but who knows I know that like when it comes to wildlife in general like bears and stuff that's just not really mountain lions it's like not a thing over here that's so surprising and it's funny to even think that like we do that here because it's like yeah I don't be seeing bears like that mountain lions yeah I did used to live in the mountains and I it was a couple (laughs) spottings but it was even a bear spotting at my school I remember when they emailed like stay inside don't like go out to interact or take pictures with the bear and it was so funny because of course people (laughs) were of course people don't know how to Mm. but I was like you know bears they fool you they look so cute and cuddly yeah they got them little the instant right (laughs) so silly but yo polar bears be careful y'all they are the most dangerous type of bear they don't care they aim in the yeah i see i saw um i don't know maybe it was like some show or something but they were like polar bears like the only like ooh, let me (laughs) they either said they're the only bear or like the only type of animal which i remember when i heard that and i was like that doesn't seem true but whatever but they're like they're the only ones who like actively like seek out to hunt humans like they see them and they like (laughs) oh my gosh they are ready to end it they said oh that's a lie i actually gotta stop that for no reason and it's no threat to me whatsoever no immediate threat they like no i want honestly that. that's like us it's okay yeah we we suck you know we know better yeah yeah we do it on a mass scale a polar bear is like oh this just my once my one opportunity yeah. that i got with a human i don't know when the next time mama had it and we <laughs> over here like all right factory farming we got all this oh, we just 
I got capping. And then we'd be doing hunting for, like bears and stuff and like bear furs. And I'm not yeah. gonna lie, if you, furs and stuff. I mean, I feel like all the furs, I actually have a fur that's um one of my mentors, he donated to me. And I was just like, okay, this is random. But I'm not a big fan of like the style of like the wear that it looks. Yeah. And um I'm just like, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie though, they soft and I'm like, mm, yeah. it wasn't worth this animal though. It was yeah, exactly. Like, it's like a weird flex as well. But I don't know, maybe if I could like if I could afford to just like, you know, buy like a mink right now, I'd be mm. like, Yeah, I love fur. What are you talking <laughs> about? So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you ever seen them videos of like the PETA people who were like oh yes oh. as soon as you told me that you had one I just imagined like somebody <laughs> throwing some stuff on you <laughs> and you're like I didn't even buy this <laughs> like, yo, like, I, I, but and I was just thinking also in like the same kind of breath like what if it was a fake fur and like they had their own like paint or something on them like I would be like yo. yeah this do you watch the office or like yes. have you ever watched the okay do you remember when michael this is like some random like oh i think it's the i don't want to get into it because we could turn this into like a whole like review of this episode but he just basically the at the end there's like an end scene and he's like wearing a fur coat and he was like i've learned my lesson or he was like don't you know buy anything at Burlington Coat Factory unless you just like have all the money period to put down on it and then he was like also people will like throw paint on you outside the store because they think it's fun and he's like in his fur coat with like paint all over it and it's probably not real because it's like from Burlington so it's just like oh. <laughs> that's literally the instinct in which I was thinking I would be like yo like so I don't think I've seen that episode I wonder which season that was in because I yeah I don't yeah I, I think it's there's like the episode where I think it, I think it's like the surplus episode where they like have some extra money left over mm-hmm. and then they're like oh should we buy a new chairs or a new copier and they spend the whole episode like trying to figure it out and then Michael calls David Wallace and he was like get neither and you just keep the bonus and so he was like trying to convince them to like not want either so he could keep the bonus so he could pay off that coat like at the end of the episode but I'm like oh my god Michael. yo oh my gosh so Burlington shout out to you that's so funny we used to shout there all the yeah time. That was yeah the- and I used to be like I don't want to go to Burlington I wanted to go to Old right. Navy or American Eagle or Peck Sun something like that I'm like Burlington <laughs> mom but you know i had to do what i had to do yeah. i was broke so we respect it honestly same yeah yeah but you i remember go oh go on i'm sorry no, I, I just, just- I was thinking about this time when I was like in middle school and I just remembered my like my mom was cooking dinner and I was like in the kitchen with her and we were chatting and she was asking me about school and stuff and I was like um and this is like the year after we moved to this like really affluent like part of Georgia and I was just like really like feeling it like really feeling like I was standing out but I didn't this is it I don't know it doesn't even compare to what it was like when I went to like after because uh, I was like in middle school at the time and then I went to like the high school, but then I like left the high school and went to a different school. And this is like when people say like the difference between like new money and old money, hmm. because like at that, the old first school, school, it was like people, it was like a, like a really historic like city. Um, and the people had, I don't know, you just people who've like just been used to being rich, like for generations. And so it's just like a different like type of wealth where they're not like flaunting it or like yeah. don't feel the need to like make people feel like, you know, different because they're not like, you know, wealthy. 
but I still did anyway <laughs> because like that's the I'm thing. like mom all the kids are wearing American Eagle they're wearing Hollister they're wearing this and that and like I can't like I want that stuff too which and before that I literally never ever cared about that it was just because I saw other people and I was like oh I want to fit in and which was so dumb that's because fun. it was like I had like a solid like friend group I was like very social like everything was fine but it was just because I saw these people doing these things and I was like oh that's what we I want to mm-hmm. right but um and yeah and so eventually my mom like caved and would like buy me that stuff I can't believe it like I because I could care less now <laughs> like, that's amazing I'm like you still got the flex though I'm like dang it wasn't no cave and that budget said you gotta go to Foreman Mills right here and I said huh? <laughs> can't get the you know how they even I'm not sure if you had polos in school mm-hmm. but um the like American Eagle polo with the bird like yeah, yeah. oh my gosh people used to come in flexing yeah. that and I used to be like I got my shirt for like six dollars at the four meals <laughs> and nobody gonna tell me any different mm-hmm. except people did try me it was wild that like I just which reminds me, I was talking to a friend of mine from high school, actually, and I was even telling them, like, yo, this is related, but unrelated, but, um, like, literally in high school, somebody was actually bullying me, and I'm like, oh, my God, I did not even, like, well, since graduating high school, I came to that conclusion and stuff, but in the moment, I didn't really even, like, realize it, but it was this senior white girl who was, like, we were on a tennis team together and she was actually just like calling me out my name or like just saying different things about my body and stuff. And I was just like, I, you know, I didn't really catch on that much because I wasn't, I didn't, I was just like new. I was a little, a little bit yeah. um, oblivious, just like, huh? Like, you know, would probably just be like, what or just laugh stuff off because I'm like I I don't even know what you're talking about but as I grew up and realized like the context or like how she was like she just had some demons directed towards me and I'm just like girl I'm literally 14 you're 18 supposed to be going to college and you're bullying me yeah that's so weird you're you're like a child and she's an adult person that's so that's another I'm yeah yeah. go ahead I just the for me I'm like oh it's so (laughs) every time I think about the fact that we enter like high school is like children and leave as adults meant to like figure out you know and it's just like a four-year period and I guess four years is like a long time but it's just like wild and I think like having those ages like in school together I don't I don't know I just don't know I had a like I had um a friend of mine like when we were 14 or 15 she was dating this guy who was a senior um he's either senior or junior but he was he was like 18 and I remember being like hmm, I don't like this mm. I don't like that yeah but um no, <laughs> I didn't know why at the time but um we see <laughs> we see that you the thing is oh my gosh I used to be fresh though and I loved them older boys too I'm not even gonna lie when I was mm. in high school I loved men like I loved older men too like it was not, yeah. oh and I'm just so blessed that I was just as awkward as I could be at that time and didn't like, you know, even have the many opportunities to even tap into that because I, especially, you know, you see the little senior boys, you're like, oh, they cute. You try to show your little 40-year-old body yaddy. It's like, girl, if you don't sit somewhere down, like, uh-uh. Yeah, it's but, really, yeah. It's because it's like outside of like, once you're, once you're 18, like age gaps and stuff don't really matter. I mean, if as long as the person that you're dating is also like yeah, minimum, like yeah, <laughs> ideal. Just, yeah, ideally they you know 
be older than you not younger yeah. but um yeah no just older uh yeah just dating in high school is weird when it's just like because it's just like the age difference and then you get older and it like doesn't really matter at all but um yeah I don't know I no. think it well because like in school it's like really a big thing older kids oh. can do more things than you or like just hey. seem cooler they- and all that and then like once you like everybody's an adult it's just like who cares at that point it's just like oh my god I'm like old you know exactly that's how some people you know they be trying to ride off their high school clout or whatever because they Mm. like was cool at high school whatever and the thing is I mean you can still you know if you know how to like really funnel that clout to like oh this about to give me the bag in the future then do it but you know some people just you know they like oh I was the this cool person in high school so everybody's gonna treat me with the same level of like you know, respect or have the same idea of me. And it kind of, you know, going back to like something as simple as like, or more as complex as like ego, like, I don't know, kind of have this like kind of preconceived idea mm-hmm. of how people are supposed to treat you and like view you. And then you're like, oh, like my club don't work in a college with a whole different demographic of people who yeah. have no idea like of any of my accolades or anything I've done in high school. Cause I was the big baller there. I was that it. Uh, but yeah, I, personally, I'm not speaking on myself, y'all, because I was not the big baller in high school until senior year. That's really when <laughs> I like, by senior year, I didn't care. I could give a less of a freak. I came there was doing mm. me, cursing around campus, doing it. Like, I did not care because I'm like, I just spent three <laughs> years. I just, y'all, I could talk about my high school forever, which has also been called out for being racist. Of course, we, I mean, they just are very just, a questionable in institution um in terms of how they be race uh gender uh what was like class. some of the stuff that you remember or like some of the stuff that's come out um Ooh, okay some stuff that's come out it's actually this page um on uh insta that like it's a whole mm. bunch of like testimonies of people's experiences of being people of color black people specifically mostly and um about like just their experiences and I was even reflecting on my own of like you know what did it really like feel like or look like to me to have that kind of imprinted upon me and I think it was I remember okay to not uh go too long or too complex uh I just remember this one day we were talking about it was like this day where we had gone to like different classes to talk about different uh, topics. Like we weren't in, it wasn't a regular day of school. We had gone to talk about different topics at different like times, like workshops or something. And one of them, we were talking about um, like class inequality, race inequality, like something like that. And like, they were asking like, how is it like, how is it, or is it perpetuated in the school? And I was just like, most definitely like, and that's why I like put the, um, put these like kind of, intersections of inequalities together because um although like it was just a lot of othering I felt and Mm. although you know as I've reflected back you know I try to like hold myself accountable of like where I didn't show up and stuff because it's a bunch of different layers as to what I could have done differently in terms of like being more authentic and like you know I wish, you know, it's a whole bunch of things. I was still young though and impressionable and highly influenceable and like didn't know myself. So um, I consider that, but then I'm also like the environment was not very like welcoming or like nobody in the environment was doing the work to like bridge the worlds together. And in terms of um, 
like it would just be a whole like just me trying to make friends for example like of course I stayed with the black group because I I felt like you know they were my affinity group and I felt and also they were the people who accepted me and took me into their friend group like anytime because I was on the tennis team before I even got into uh, high school like tennis started um a couple like a month before school started so before my freshman year I met the people on the tennis team mostly all white I'm I don't recall it being I might have been one out of two black people I'll show my tennis pictures also because I'm like I got them um so yeah 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 yeah. sometimes we like reference stuff and I'm like oh we need to start like sending making sure that we like have the photos for like reference taking that all the time but Kim I'm not gonna hold you know what I could talk because (laughs) because the editing process I'd be like oh my gosh like it would be so many good like little things to add into it I think also part of my uh delay when it comes to editing and stuff too it's like I'd be like, okay, I got to prepare to listen to like <laughs> me. And it's like, yeah. it'd be like a little cringy, but I just be like trying to go into it, like with loving intentions and stuff. But I yeah. think that that's been something I've been thinking about a lot. Cause there's always images that come into my head that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, they need to see that. So y'all, y'all will be seeing that tennis picture. Cause it's somewhere, mm-hmm, it's on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That was, <laughs> that was a freshman or sophomore year. Oh, cause I was the tennis um, manager sophomore year. So I, I, you know, I tried and stuff. I tried in the environment and I was one of maybe like, oh, oh yeah. Cause the other girl, mm-hmm, her name was, I'm not about to put it out there, but she was <laughs> maybe two of us. And so, um, but I know that I just felt, had such a difficult time trying to connect with like everybody, like, especially like it was mostly a majority mm-hmm. white people on the team and stuff. And I was like, you know, of course it, it's a cultural disconnect and stuff, but I feel like the, what helps me and like now that I've uh can channel it better is like my curiosity but the thing is nobody reciprocated that curiosity to me nobody like extended any like help or support I'm not gonna lie I was also a terrible tennis player so I guess they was like oh lordy but um (laughs) but I'm you know nobody like befriended me like if if I wanted to talk to somebody I had to talk to them and I was closer to on the tennis team or just in general like um on oh that was in general actually to throughout Mm. the school like I mean people would talk to me but they wouldn't get to know me and the thing is my best friend okay sorry to go trail to the next thing but we're gonna get into it my best friend Mm. and I were talking actually about like how to a degree we felt like people kind of put us on a pedestal almost and this is like kind of against what I just was saying but like a pedestal in the manner that like especially because I was such this positive such this curious like go lucky type person literally Mm -hmm. my um I was considered like uh you know how everybody got the little things connected to them at the end of the uh time at the relatives yeah Yeah, okay yeah yeah. mine's just like (laughs) like the lover or something like the biggest lover or whatever something like that and I was like okay T because I was I was yeah I was also going through everything but I Mm -hmm. you know tried to come up with it and um the thing is people saw that or they saw you know me being social or at least attempting to be or whatever and they immediately thought that I had it all figured out and so nobody wanted to do that extra work to engage or actually get to know me for the individual because they just like assumed that it was all kind of like 
I was just good, like if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And Mel, my best friend, was um also talking about uh something similar to that. Like they had um created a lot of like uh initiatives in terms of like uh the GSA at their school and like uh like uh walkouts and stuff for mm-hmm. like activists and stuff and like but nobody like took the time to like get to know them as an individual because they like oh this person you know knows more than me or has it figured out or whatever so it's like in a way it's a othering like by putting you on this pedestal or by thinking you are good it's like othering to that person so it that was like an interesting experience that I definitely felt Mm -hmm. And that was just like kind of related, but unrelated, but like definitely in terms of trying to connect to people who weren't black, it was, I don't, I don't talk to anybody from high school, including the black people now, um, besides the one friend I just met up with recently, but um I mean, I think that says something that like absolutely none of those Caucasian folk do I conversate with nor did I have Mm. any like super duper close relationship with them while I was there nor did I feel comfortable and I you know I try to be accountable on my own and be like okay like I could have showed up more authentically and seen how they responded to that but um it just uh it was layers to it I I think it's also (sighs) sorry for talking for so much because it's yeah it's just like I feel it's a it's an experience that a lot of people can definitely um resonate with I think because it's like it's very similar to mine and I've talked to um you know I still for my for my second high school Mm. um I still talk to people from there and before I came back to England last summer I had a little I did like a little taco night and it was with some of the people I used to be friends with in high school who I some of them I hadn't seen since like mm-hmm. right, you know, since yeah. I graduated. It'd be like so that was exactly and it's just like yeah life goes on. Um it does. But yeah, we just like all like sort of talked and hung out and that was really nice. But then we were um talking about uh oh yeah, I actually saw some of them a couple times uh that summer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just talking about what it was like being, you know, the only people of or not yeah like I say black but like a lot of people in our group like weren't black at all mm, it was just like the brown kids just sort of, <laughs> yes. like found each other that's but, what um, it's like yeah and it's just the so much about like uh it's, it's so many different things I could get into that I found like was really similar with like me and my friends and we just some of the stuff that we like we didn't even talk about in school and I um parts that yeah and like in that in that video I made I was talking about how you know I was always like um like keeping people like at a distance and not letting people get close and stuff like that um and yeah that's completely true and then like as I you know years later I'm talking to these people that I like saw every day for years Mm -hmm. and I'm like finding out stuff that I never knew about them and you know finding out that we were like going through like the same sort of stuff internally but just like weren't talking about it it's just it really makes me yeah I think it's so easy to say um but it's just like if everybody's like more honest mm-hmm. together, then it just I don't know it just makes conversation and interaction it just means that like all your connect you know there it's like meaningful like once you're honest and like can just be authentic because I think I don't know as long as you're uncomfortable in a situation how authentic or like how rewarding is that experience going to be or like you know yeah. That's and just obviously there some people are just creeps and so yeah. some stuff just will be uncomfortable but when it comes to like regular regular people it's just like and I think yeah I don't know 
I, I'm trying to like apply that to myself like you know day to day I'm having like a little situation or it's not even a situation but it's just like something that I'm like ooh, maybe I could like tackle this and just see like how this new mm-hmm. thing of like trying to be honest with everyone works um and you know because I like it's like a problem I had in the past mm-hmm. maybe it's being a Sagittarius I don't know but like I'm <laughs> like just a really blunt person and I um used to find it really hard in the past to like to um I guess yeah just like to tell the line between like being too honest and mm-hmm. so like that's my problem now of just like oh like when is how do I know if it's too much but I think I have like a better sense of that than like mm-hmm. when I was a kid so yeah maybe like going forward I'm gonna try to do that because it just yeah like as long as I'm here and like there's people in my life I want to like be able to know them as you know yeah. in, like the fullest way that they like allow me to if that makes sense <laughs> that is no that, I love that Kim and yes uh I think um in terms of like the, okay because that's so funny that I probably was like the opposite honestly like probably not well I was I wasn't well I used to lie and say I was okay when I knew they're going well but honestly honestly uh that honesty is really just like because then people can just see the truth or like see your truth for what your truth is or like where you coming from and stuff like that and I I know that like you know it is some ways of honesty that I am more or less critical of that I'm like oh you ain't had to do it like that but I don't don't, with you I don't ever I don't have any thing in my head where I'm like oh she shouldn't have said that like no it would be like (laughs) oh you wanted to know or you wanted to say that so it's just like that's what you did or that's what you um asked or whatever but um I think for me, like, uh, as well, like going forward is trying to be, yeah, more compassionately honest, like, you know, more thoughtfully honest, like, oh, I know that this person, you know, probably won't respond well to if I'm like, if I'd be like, oh, you, (laughs) I don't even even know. But like, I feel like even like our ways of, I don't know, I feel like we'd be just pretty chill with each other but I'm like for example like if it was like something that you even when we do interact and text each other and it's something that you want me or need me to do and stuff and you ask the question like oh can you do this or whatever and stuff like you just say it and I just be like and I just take it like I'm like and don't be (laughs) it's like we just I hate the way that sounds like I'm berating (laughs) you with like demand because I also be like asking for stuff too so I feel like (laughs) we have a good platform of like being able to like speak our truth and like talk about what we want or what we expect and stuff especially like you know working on this together and being friends so we have like that foundation where it's like oh we know we're not coming with any ill intent or even if we do feel Mm -hmm. like some type of way in this moment when we're saying this or whatever I I typically don't be feeling no type of way but um even if we do feel some type of way Mm -hmm. in this moment it's not gonna stain like everything like we just know that like it's we just are fluctuating humans so it's never like anything behind it like any maliciousness or anything but honestly the thing is I, I think as I've grown more into honesty like um yeah trying to recognize that honesty isn't necessarily malicious like inherently Mm -hmm. like it's not necessarily a it's not a bad thing like it's really good because like you can speak with integrity now like you can now like have intention with your honesty like even better because you have more control over like what you want or what you're Mm -hmm. curious about or what your authentic truth is so like yeah I love that and I'm I'm trying to take them just give it to me so I can be more (laughs) blunt because I used to be 
very passive aggressive or very tiptoey around stuff and like it sometimes it's kind of fun to see what people's reactions are to like you being like honest honest like yeah. just like oh what will they like <laughs> I don't know I hate to like see people squirm or something and that's not what <laughs> I mean but it's like hmm let's just see let's just and I feel like definitely with mask folk or like men I'm a lot more blunt than with like them folks or my, mm-hmm. like women friends and stuff because I'm no offense I'm more considerate of their how they might feel I, about yeah definitely but, but men and mask folk I'll be like I <laughs> I probably don't care enough, unfortunately. And that's where the bluntness, um, the two blunt may be coming. I'm I'm still trying to work on being compassionately honest and like not while out. Cause I'd be like, and da 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 da. <laughs> but yeah mm-hmm. honesty is something i'm working on thank you kim for letting some of that rub off on me because no problem i'm just out here doing some work <laughs> <laughs> just out here doing the laws the universe work okay so i saw this article and it was talking about um oh i wish i should have written down like word for word like what it, you know the title but essentially it was saying that new york was i think de- criminalizing sex work yeah um not legalizing but decriminalizing and then I was like reading it and I think the um yeah so they uh there was like a number of cases that in like the district attorney was just basically saying that they've like decided to just like not pursue any charges on those cases pretty much um but then like upon further inspection (laughs) like reading yeah it was like um well they you can still be arrested for like charges related to sex trafficking which I was like what does that mean (laughs) so it's like oh you're loitering you're going to jail um and then it was also saying like um which is the thing I learned this a couple years ago but it was like sex workers when you know if that's like their main source of income and they like pay rent or you know get that they can those people can be prosecuted because they're like participating you know in the trade and I was like what why like at this point why and I don't know if that's like some sort of law that was created in order to protect you know sex workers or something but probably not because of course it's not but yeah and so it just like really um I was trying to look up like crime statistics because I know like for um sex workers I think one of the things that I see when it comes to like um the case for legalization or decriminalization is that it makes um it makes it safer Hmm. um because then you know victims if somebody's like you know doing something they're not supposed to be doing whatever victims like will go to the police because Mm -hmm. they can because like their work is that you know or valid in the eyes of the law heavy quotes whatever but um and I was you know places like Amsterdam where I know, um, you know, sex the work is legal. District. Exactly, yeah. And so I was, like, curious about, like, what their crime statistics were, like, against, you know. <laughs> Just one moment, Kimberly. Hello, London's mom. What's your mom's name? Bonita. Bonita, Bonita, Bonita. Yes. And she, um, I actually, when I went to go take my ADHD test the other day, the lady who worked there, name was Benita. I was like, my mother out in the car name was Benita. <laughs> she was like, oh my gosh, say hello to the other Benita. I was like, y'all cute. But anyways, yes, back to the criminalization. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, to me, because it just really feels like similarly, you know, to like, like drugs and weed and stuff and when it just feels like we 
we're like ahead of the time now where it's like it, it should already just be legal and it's like we're we're stuck in this like you know we're just stuck where it's like still illegal because it's just like I think it's like more it's more harmful to people it's, with having it and also okay because this is a, yeah, I'm always going on about like you know the one percent and like the wage disparities and stuff but I was like you know again crimes like people getting convicted for sex works crimes I assume that it's probably mainly the people performing the acts Mm -hmm. and maybe not maybe not the um what do you call it like the the patrons I guess so much but um and I'm sure that those people do get arrested like you know yeah it's you know sometimes too but like what about like super super wealthy people like hiring escorts and like all that and I'm like and they are not getting prosecuted at the same way that and it's always like it falls upon like poor people are the ones who are like who have to adhere to these laws and it's so laws are for people with no money laws are for the poor if you it it doesn't pay it off them exactly and that's just yeah I don't know I'm like always going to be bitter about that because it's just so frustrating like money should just like absolve you from the law but it just does in so many places um and it just I think when it comes to stuff like this where it's like when it's harming people just like legalize it listen Mm -hmm. to the people I saw we watched this YouTube video the other day and this um oh my god yeah it was like it was after the edible so it was just like really trippy watching it like annoyingly trippy because I didn't want to watch it anyway but Uh anyway um, it'd be like that in the video he was talking about how um oh my god I don't remember what this video is about but there's a part that stuck out to me and he was like when it comes to basically solving problems like in society it should be just random people like you know picked from the street basically should sit down and talk about it because they don't have like the self-interest of like oh I'm running for re-election or like oh what is this gonna look like to my colleagues or oh like I'm trying to make a career in this regular people who like have a job like don't care about like their political career so they're like there's no interest there's no motivation for them to just not like seek you know the you know quote-unquote like right thing in the situation and it's just like every time like I see articles and they're like polling the public about stuff and it's like favor you know extremely extremely favorable it just annoys me more that it's like obviously not a democ you know it's not a democratic Uh system if this is the opinion of like the majority but this isn't like what's in practice I don't know this is just like another yeah other people if the majority of the population is saying sex work is work and that we would prefer it to be not only decriminalize but legalize especially to put in different structures to make it safer because i feel like you know sex workers been a marginalized group within themselves Mm -hmm. especially looked down upon society because of moral reasons or whatever you know people being uh slut phobic and uh, all that stuff um that's kind of a harsh word maybe whore phobic um (laughs) i'm like does that really help um but yeah all of that you know sex shaming and everything but um yeah because they are such an underrepresented like community and that like people look at them this way they are much more likely to become like abused or get Mm -hmm. into sticky situations or like you were saying like you know people are now feeling comfortable well may now feel comfortable to come to the police about like different situations and stuff like if they get assaulted or you know um you know heavens forbid anything beyond that you know trigger warning for anybody who 
you know, uh, are sensitive about like topics like this and stuff because it is very sensitive and it's very real yeah. and stuff. And because the world is a crazy place and people, there are, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, deviants in the society who prey on like marginalized people, especially within like those spaces because people already like, people who are supposed to be there for you or support you, like, you know, like whole families turn away from people because they like, they're somebody participate in sex work or do whatever like whole communities of people you know these people are more than likely isolated you know going through their experience alone and so yeah. it's just like so many just very predatory like people prey on that and so yeah and like just their own livelihood shouldn't be at such a stake because you know they should be able to pay their rent off the work that they exactly. did the money that they made and although it's so weird it's so weird to think that actually it's illegal although you know it's not for everybody and stuff like that but it's weird to think that how one is placing this like particular like kind of like I don't know like idea on like what sex is too it's like like how is it up to these people to deem the value of like sex as something that's like illegal if you you know pay for it and stuff I'm like, saying like why in the world get out of my business like yeah. unless unless you you know that I like I'm an underage person or like I'm yeah. an adult whatever and I'm being exploited unless you have those facts yeah then the like stay away and it's like most of the time they don't and they do it anyway and then when these people are being exploited it's like where are they you do nothing crickets I'd be like oh my gosh y'all over here busting like resting like prostitutes who are of age who are consenting and good with what they're doing and stuff instead of like continuing to seek out like these trafficking rings especially mm -hmm. a lot of them like we see with Epstein and what's her name and stuff like a whole trafficking ring exactly, going on yeah. under these rich people but we're not our eyes aren't on that of course we want to continue to prosecute and grab up poor sex workers typically um of color black trans mm -hmm. um some other like marginalized groupings or identities placed upon them and that's the people who you know unfortunately gets the brunt of like the brunt of like policing on them like yeah, um, yeah instead of no offense but these i don't know rich white older men just really no uh, uh, just older men in general i'm just like just check all of them <laughs> but anyways i'm like no oh, you're not gonna be Lord, checking yeah. for that and also okay not to um skip over uh or oh, actually mm -hmm. i'll write it down mm -hmm. if you have any more thoughts on that you can just run it because i got something else that i want to bring up about sex yeah. but it was in regards to only fans so but if you had anything else on what I said or whatever else that's more related to that before I get into the only um, No, I think we'll just Oh yeah, I, let's definitely dive into OnlyFans. Um my biggest regret oh, is like not having started one like last year. But, you know, it's fine. Um $10 a month for No, it, I saw <laughs> right. Have you ever have you seen uh The Handmaid's Tale? Um is that that show where some people having babies and some people yeah, okay. yeah I never saw that one my sister told me about it I about it. I watched a, like the first two seasons and like the first episode of the third season Ooh, which by the way I have like a theory about tv like this it, it I'll get into it oh my god maybe that's like a video idea actually because I'm like always going on about it but nobody cares so why I would YouTube care anyway let me move on <laughs> um <laughs> so in the show um 
the oh you know spoiler i mean it did come out in 2014 oh, so but spoilers oh, <laughs> turn away now if you like my, if you care He's like i'm um, about to watch that right it's <laughs> like hastily clicks away um in the show the main character offred she gets um oh she starts having this like or rather her like guy that her like uh, he's not her husband what do they call them? I can't remember what they call them but like the guy that she's like assigned to like have the babies with um he I mean like develops like a weird like relationship with her and like just sort of like it's just like the power dynamic is like so you know it's just like so fucked and like this he exploits it to like the fullest that he can by you know getting her to like so they're not really they're not supposed to leave like Gilead the place where they leave like at all and he like takes her and they like leave to go off site and they go to this like restaurant and or like this like underground speakeasy sort of thing and they get there and she realizes that it's um basically a place where all the leaders like these religious you know supposedly religious men um take sometimes they take their like you know handmaids or like you know if they're like into them or whatever but it's just like basically like a club where they like solicit sex work and that's all it is and I just remember being so angry when I saw that because like these men were like the architects for well actually as we found out in later seasons one of their wives is like the real architect behind the whole thing but like they're upholding this system where it's like super 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 like religious like extremism and but they're participating in sex work Uh, and like and I'm like I just can't like and I'm like I know and that's just like how our like world exists it's just all these you know contradictions and stuff and hypocrisy and uh yeah just a bummer anyway that's that's my like tv review (laughs) yeah no that's like that's really relevant though because i mean across the board i'm not even well we don't gotta go too further in like religion how we see it but yeah a lot of people you know hide underneath that guys or like people in different uh like positions of like status or whatever they have behind those positions so they can do the things that they do because who gonna question like somebody in the church about oh are you doing this that and there especially when they preaching so vehemently about you know being a god's child or whatever so you're like oh they of course they wouldn't do that but it's like nah you would do it and you know you knew the way to go about it you knew that you could use this like loophole to you know so people wouldn't question too much and it's just like oh no like it just and then how you were saying like the exploitation of power because that's a big thing that comes with like you know what your status and stuff it's like I can do this and nobody's gonna quit it's like I can do this like I can do whatever I want pretty much exploit you and nobody's going to question me Mm -hmm. because I'm who I am and it's like no and that's why we need like legalization and like further reform and stuff because just to give power back you know it, people like, to it's, have it's not fair agency. yes yeah. and like even for example like i'm sh- i mean i'm sure that like uh what is it called um blackmailing can go like both ways and stuff but like you know people will try it they will get try it from any angle that they can i just wanted to be safer for 
people out there i want people to you know that would be an interesting world if we like exactly yeah. was like oh yeah i'm about to just go to my job i got a couple like people i'm about to you know see today and like you know it's nothing i see you at the end of the day or whatever when i come home from work and like you know we don't look at people different for that being like their line of work because yeah. they probably ideally making a bag and the thing is more agency like within like laws and stuff um that'll probably help a lot of poor sex workers or like you know more working class sex workers to like get to that next level because mm-hmm. you know I don't know just different like facets that can be a better foundation for them to like you know reach those heights and what if they want to like go from a like you know somebody who might have done sex work like you know on the street and stuff and like but what if they want to become like an upper high class escort and stuff like yeah. that makes that like much more yeah. realistic and stuff and it takes them know. out of the survival mm-hmm. like, Mm, no that's exactly that that yeah. survival mode is so suckish and we have unfortunately so many people in survival mode which makes no sense because cap you know capitalism it just yeah. it'll do it to us but also kind of jumping off um but jumping to the only fans thing i just want to say that i'm still trying to recover from bella Thorne uh while out on only fans and this is why because she um I'm not sure if y'all heard, but this happened actually a couple months ago, if I'm not mistaken. But she pretty much was um, starting the OnlyFans and stuff and got a whole bunch of people to subscribe to her OnlyFans and stuff. And pretty much a whole bunch of people unsubscribed from her OnlyFans. And so they had to issue out <laughs> refunds. But she could, because wow. she wasn't posting, of course, like what they wanted to see. They wanted to see that body, yaddy, yaddy. And she wasn't showing yeah. all of that. What was stuff. she posting? I have no idea. I did not participate mm-hmm. in that purchasing of that subscription. <laughs> but I don't know. If, maybe I'll probably find it like on Reddit or something. To be like, honest. Like, <laughs> or like what she was, but I don't need to see it. I'm just like curious about like what it was. Like if people are talking about it. The lifestyle and the rich and famous. That's so boring. So just like vlogs, like that's what did she think it was for doing like a lot of a lot of people mm. do do that you can do that's, whatever yeah you want, but like people are gonna pay top dollar they want to see like ass and like boobs like show them what they want you know what they're saying uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I low-key i'm kind of like okay mm, let's mm, i'm like i don't got nothing to lose i'm not dating nobody like mm. i'm you know, just a young single girl trying to get her bag. But anyways, like <laughs> uh, the issue with that is that um, since so many people ask for a refund, OnlyFans changed its like um, like what you call it, like it's like policy. Like, oh yeah, it's policy on like limiting how much a person could like give or like something mm. like that. I forgot exactly the manner, but yeah. So pretty much like the amount that can be given at any like amount of time or something has to be like below a certain amount. And so that was mm. messing up a whole bunch of other like sex workers oh, bag and yeah, stuff because it's not yeah. just Bella Thorne with a million plus people on her Instagram hot coming over to her her eyes. Yeah. It's smaller people who like, you know, oh I was really counting on that because that person sends a hundred typically, but no, right. if they send the cap is 50, then that person can only send 50. That's and- so annoying. Why not just like 
make her like the you know like she's the one who did what i guess it depends on how she advertised it though because if she said like i'm about to get naked for y'all and then she didn't then that's the problem but if she didn't say that then it's just like y'all are y'all nasty for just assuming yeah people people just nasty i don't think she said it and i think she does like post like more or less provocative kind of pictures on her instagram and stuff but i mean i i even so i wouldn't necessarily assume that her only fans gonna show it all yeah but with all of that like it still was she didn't speak out on behalf of sex workers or anything like after oh, that and it was true uh, yeah. it was a big uproar afterwards like oh bella thorne like get rid of your only fans or whatever like you know hear us as like more smaller sex workers and stuff um and our issues in regards to why what you did affected us and you know and we ain't had nothing to do yeah. with it we just was on our grind doing our own thing and you kind of messed up the whole algorithm or the whole like you know way that we would this is why when you know people rich you know affluent people see trends or things that communities are you know participating in they're like oh let me also do this too and it just like always like they just like ruin it like they show up to the party and everybody's like I'm going home like every time y'all got the you got the I'm leaving and it's annoying like why it's like oh and of course of course it was up to the people who actually subscribed and um unsubscribed or whatever yeah wanted to see what she was giving but it's like you she I don't know it just be irritating when people especially when being called out for it like you still don't take any like ownership over like hey dang I actually did kind of do that and y'all can still keep subscribing to my OnlyFans because I'm gonna keep it up but uh you know like I'm gonna you know at least see y'all for what y'all saying but it it don't be none of that and that's why like uh, like the voices of sex workers are still so muted because of these affluent like kind of people who like overpower that and it's like we just yeah they just trying to get it how they live and she yeah stopping the bag and that's like no but yeah yeah, sex work should be legal everybody shouldn't i don't know i don't know of any like i'm trying to think of like a public figure who's like come out like in support of sex work who wasn't previously like doing sex work um and i can't (laughs) but it's not like i know everything that every person's ever said so but it's just because i know like a lot of you know musicians nowadays love to like put on their like you know sky high heels and like be up on a pole and stuff and i guess um yeah because it's like cute and trendy but i don't know i don't think that's like negative press for like women or people who work in strip clubs i think they're fine to be honest but (laughs) although in the club like i can't imagine working there because they uh, they grind me them um not the work well you know the workers there's always work beef but um the patrons it's like uh, yeah i mean i mean that extends to different uh facets of sex work too especially like if you're a stripper then they expect that you about to do more yes exactly it's like no food uh like that's not my job I did not say that. Yeah. It's like just go to cash. Don't touch me. Don't mm-hmm. touch me. And also, they gotta have a lot of strength to be on them poles. And I just oh my god, the strength it takes, the core, the I, I just I can't believe it. I tried to I did pole for like a month, and I was like, 
Hey. And that you know was I mean? that English? sore. Like my body's sore. Are you kidding me? No. Was that the Poland English? Yep. Yes, yep. I came to that probably one class, and I was yeah, like, I think you came with like Sinead and Artie and everybody. I think, yeah. And then I, I was like, oh my god, hi. <laughs> of course, I was so okay. I was, I was like, like I don't know if I week. should like have a whole conversation with this person while we heal. If we should just do the lesson <laughs> or like, wow, that was y'all. That was a throwback to our um our first beginnings of like joining forces so yeah yeah that was I was like oh my gosh yeah but then I was like I'm embarrassed because now we doing post stuff and I don't know if I should talk now or later but it was just a whole bunch but yeah that was yeah that's the extent of my um practice as well and I my armies I don't got no muscle yeah I think it's like a nice workout I think if I like depending I mean not I know I'm not gonna do it when I like move uh, when we leave here Mm. but maybe in like a a year or so like when I'm like yeah that's what I was about to say like I'll probably get because it's just like it's a good workout like I I remember leaving class and I would feel so good (laughs) but I don't want to hurt myself that's another thing too I remember they'd be like dress like wear as little as you can because like your skin needs to be able to stick to the pole Mm -hmm. and 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 I'd be like spin around and they'd be like yeah use your like you you know use this and I'm like it hurts and I'm like yeah and I'm like uh like, like I didn't sign up for just pain like what do you mean they like yes that's <laughs> that's a given <laughs> so good luck I'm yeah. always like oh I have such a high pain tolerance but then when it comes to like I don't know anything I'm like don't touch me please but it's so sexy too when you get it you're like uh I'm that mm-hmm. yeah and it's like whoever here for a little one-on-one show so like, but I feel like <laughs> even in that same kind of instance you know how SZA did like her thing and her video or whatever I actually didn't see the video but I was gonna say yeah <laughs> that's perfect it's like um well I think she she was on the pole and stuff and I'm sure she was in front of, in front of her like crew and like some people that she loved within mm-hmm. the crew outside of the crew whatever but um I you know I would love to you know get a pole and then have my friends come over and like you know perform for them or whatever oh, like y'all yeah. look at me like and there's a yeah and there was just a whole bunch of like creative direction that went into her video although I still haven't seen it if I didn't already say yeah. that <laughs> but um just like I don't know I just want to be creative and like show my friends but I'm also like if y'all want to get on the pole turn it up. yeah I I was as soon as you said it I was like oh it's little it starts off as a show but then it turns into like okay everybody's turn it's, oh my gosh I cannot wait to host like stuff again that's gonna be so fun anyways wait what do you want to wait for a second you say you can't wait to host um host stuff again parties yeah oh, host stuff again yeah because I mean being home I love being home actually and like I'm chilling with it for the time being especially mm-hmm. like it, I know that this is like the support and foundation that I need to get to the next step um yeah. so all in due time but I just you know I'm, I don't be trying to like overwhelm my mother because I'd be like I'm a young adult I know I'd be wanting to do a variety of activities <laughs> that she, I know she like okay like she she be chilling, but I know that I'm I'm trying to turn up. <laughs> and she's not ready for that. Oh, I'm not ready to show her that part of me just yeah. yet. Yeah. What is that about like does your um so when you participate in your like extracurricular like herbal activities, like does your mom know about that? Yeah, she always be like, You better not be like cause especially because I'd be driving and stuff, but I don't mm. um 
I typically don't smoke before I drive, or if I do, it's be hours before typically. So I'll be like, by the time I hit out, I'm easy breezy yeah. people. But don't do this, kids or anybody who lives. Yeah, don't please. Don't. Like, <laughs> be better than me. Don't please. But um, like I know a lot of yeah. L- mm-hmm. Let me not get into it. Um, oh, <laughs> no, don't look, fucking die. It be don't so stuck, yo. I'll be like, don't put that. I'm like, everybody I know drives, and yeah, exactly. No, for real. That's I can we can talk about like these ambiguous people because they don't have no name. I probably shouldn't have put my name in. I might bleep it out and be like, me. But um like let me stop. But um, yeah, I mean, honestly, she just be like, you know, don't smoke in the car, or like, you know, she'd be like that good, good, or stuff like that. Like she just be referencing it. But um, I mean what was it? Did you try and keep it like secret from her like when you first started or was it like were you guys like open and did you talk about it? I didn't really talk about it so much but and I was trying to be like I would I was preferring to be like more discreet with it like not yeah. like overwhelm her with it like I didn't I felt like she didn't care but yeah. I also was like um, I don't you know I'm over just like your daughter no job just like smoking weed all the time like just <laughs> your pothead daughter just hanging out so I was like oh no I kind of don't want her to see me like do yeah. this all the time and stuff but then eventually like it, it was just like no way to like hide it or she yeah. would just be in the living room which is like I have to go past there if I want to get outside and stuff so I was just like hey how you doing um it's me you got me <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, and as long as I'm like for example even yesterday um we had came back from um getting a little bit lit after our nature walk and stuff and I came in she was sitting in the living room my little sister was sitting in the living room I just came into the living room and started talking to them because mm-hmm. I'm like I mean I think what's best is just not letting it make me anxious because that's oftentimes like what it can do and you be like oh my gosh they think I'm so high or they think I'm talking too much or I'm talking whatever but then it's like no let me just be in the moment and if they say something then I'll you know respond to that but I they don't be saying nothing they just be we just be talking we had a pretty good time and I had to read her paper she trusted me to read her paper so I'm like I think for the most part it's we in the green light with that so but do you feel like good it sounds like a really healthy like you know like I think so wait for it to be yeah I think we could probably talk about it more but I think that's also like I don't know like it'd be that parent child schism is just so weird yeah it's like exactly such a limbo like that's why I, that's why I asked you about it really because I was just like because I knew like that was a feeling like when I first started mm-hmm. I just didn't want my family to know it all and yeah. you know I have family members who smoke so it's like not at all like an issue like in any sense in fact it was just like oh my god you know that sort of thing so but I still was just like oh this is like a a private thing I just like sort of want to like keep and I don't know if that's like a holdover for me like not wanting to share my feelings and stuff with like my family just like bottling everything up yeah um but I'm like it does it just feels different like I don't know when it comes to just certain aspects about me and I'm just like oh I don't want to like I don't want to talk about that like my with my aunt every time almost every time we got off the phone and she's like no babies remember no babies and I'm like don't talk to me about like don't even say that I don't want you to I don't want you to I just don't like don't the awareness me. like I just <laughs> like get that out your head you don't got exactly because I'm not gonna bring it up to you so let's just exactly. <laughs> we cannot we had a dream the other night that like <laughs> baby Kim. Uh oh, can you hear me? Yeah. 
okay yeah I had a I had a dream the other night that I was like you know doing the do and like some things happened and then I remember like, in the dream I was like lying in the bed and then right after I was like I'm, I'm I know I'm pregnant this time and then my aunt first like in my dream my aunt like comes to pick me up and I was like just don't say anything to her just like don't like whatever you do do not say anything to her about it and we went on this like long car ride and it was like in my, exactly it was so ridiculous and it was just like oh so true to real life because like um, when I was living in Atlanta and like my aunt lived in Marietta or still lives in Marietta and she um, or like I guess yeah my family lives in Marietta and she would like if she I can't remember like a single time she drove to Atlanta and then like maybe one time one time but she hates driving like with a passion so I'd like go to her house and then she'd be like she didn't want to take me home and like you have like you have to take me home and so like in this dream the same thing happened where she like takes me like really far away and I'm like can you take me home and she's like "Mm." and then I like woke up but oh my gosh it felt too real like too real just yes yes that is kind of nerve-wracking it's like no don't let me but also the subconscious is speaking yeah I'm like, maybe Katie. I should listen to it, but I'm a bit scared. Ah, what is it selling you? You think? <laughs> don't let me have the beer. Ah, I don't know. Because what, what is a random person to a baby? Because I mean, outside of <laughs> okay. and I don't know if I'm ready to be anybody's godparent either. Because yo, yeah. godparents they have responsibilities, and I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> I'm like, I sell babies. <laughs> exactly I think I'd like to be somebody's godmom though I'd be like oh that's cool like just to if you trust because I'm not thinking about the responsibility aspect I'm just thinking about the like fun of it you know which tells me that I'm not ready for it so <laughs> that's the thing the thing about godparents you know if somebody you know geek then you're supposed to take on that role and it's like yeah. I don't know if I'm that mean I gotta raise a baby and I'm like oh, that's oh. so wild my yeah my god my I think my god mom was one of my great aunts Mm. which looking back I'm like mom (laughs) why don't you pick somebody younger than you (laughs) do you know how this works (laughs) she said she got it at least you're gonna be good you know oh that's wild that's Um, hilarious thank you great aunt I never had a godparent I wish really my little sister has one and she gets everything plus the world and I'm just like mm. I would be please fool me you can be your own godparent <laughs> I can be my own yeah why not <laughs> I want somebody to spend money on me okay listeners if, <laughs> let's find London a godparent Fine. somebody needs to please. wine dine and please. finance some please. you know Please, I mean, this layer said what this could look like. It could look like godparents, sugar, somebody, <laughs> you know, it's layers. I'm open. Your we don't have to stick to that traditional binary of the godparent, no. god child. Like Ideally, if you look good too and you can take care of me, then hold up, hit my phone at. <laughs> da, da, da. I'm like, y'all can send in your inquiries to the email somewhere, probably on our Instagram, which reminds me, I put it on our Insta just in case we got business inquiries. And yeah. And what? This reminds me of when I used to like like pseudo flirt with like the older men at the coffee shop because I wanted one of them to like rescue me. <laughs> yeah, no, for- 
you see that was my only thing. the cute ones though <laughs> like why like the other ones it's like no i can't with joe but with tom over Yonder, <laughs> i'm you know i'm yeah i'm ready for what he's ready for then but they don't be trying to give up the bag so it's like okay. exactly they're all happily married like ugh, why lame. would you do that okay Emily Mary no really trying to I think that was like that kind of ties back into that thing I was saying about um in high school like being young and like like your older men because that like kind of save you I'm like save me from me please and it's like (laughs) no they was not doing that and I'm thankful because uh I'm just so thankful because oh my gosh not the um do too much um on this but uh <laughs> i have actually been like enthralled and in invest not investing but like watching this video on huh, you know this person because okay let me just say but like people i'm glad that nobody like got the lure that i was trying to like send out and stuff because you know it's definitely up to them to use their like say no and stuff like that mm-hmm. but some people will keep on going and the thing is you know although i i sought out like somebody saving me like they would have actually like did more harm than good anyways if they yeah. uh, entertained it but I, so i've been watching this video actually and um well two videos because it's like two two hour videos and pretty much it's this really big youtuber called edp uh something 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 and i think he might be a gamer and a streamer and stuff but he just got like like this decoy and this team of people work together to like get him like pretty much yeah yeah because i've been watching those videos oh (laughs) i'm glad that he so funny because i've really been like you know i would get my meal together i'm like let me just tune in and buckle in especially because i'm watching it with um i'm still dante if y'all know who that is he's like a gamer and he do streams and stuff too and so he watching it with his stream so it's just crazy what's going on but um pretty much like yeah edp like he was like first off he got caught up already for having talked to um underage people um or underage girls and stuff before but okay so these people like they got that that like little clue in so they decided to get a decoy to like interact with him and stuff like that and um the thing is like although the decoy was like you know doing a lot of stuff like you know really like egging it on and like continued it to go on and stuff it was up to him the decoy first also said they were 13 so it was up to him as a 30 year old man to like use his um own like make sure that he's not abusing his power especially as the older person in the dynamic and stuff and unfortunately what he did was abuse his power and you know he would have wound up coming to ruin not hopefully not ruin but really like affect some a, a child's life like if he actually was permitted or didn't get caught up yeah. because if they, if they didn't come out with their team of people they'd be like oh you actually not meeting up with a 13 year old girl who knows what it happened like and it's just like that's so sick to think and stuff and just yeah. being like me on the other side as a 13 year old I probably was fresh and Mm, at times was like oh I remember definitely with them college fellas because we used to go to Goucher College like weekly at school (laughs) and they were so cute and I just thought I was the cutest little 13 year old put on my eyeliner thinking I'm grown no but though I was 13 and it's like you know it's just 
uh, it just you know when you as an adult you just really had to be mindful of like that like and I, I was just even saying yeah. in response to that to somebody like you know it's even a friend of my um, little cousin who sometimes like you know reach out and talk to me and stuff and I'll be like oh it's like all in good faith in terms of like spirituality or just like um just positive mindset and so I'll be posting yoga videos and they always like commenting on that and I'll be like oh thank you so much for the support and stuff but I don't really care to have a whole bunch of interactions with the youngins like no offense even yeah. my cousins I'm like I don't be I talk to them right now and again but I'm like especially <laughs> outside of like my cousin kind of orchestrating or like us kind of all being together or something and it's mostly them interacting and I'm just like you know the random person there or whatever ideally but I don't really want to be interacting with the churn like that like I just don't even yeah. I don't care for it like unless I'm like and I, I mean, I try to just like give kind of like big sister vibes and stuff and be like, yeah, like, you know, just stay motivated or like stay true to yourself and stuff like that. Cause I mean, I don't have no ill intentions or anything, but I just don't it like it just as simple as that. That makes me uncomfortable to a degree. I also have mm-hmm. anxiety. So I, every interaction be low key making me uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, I just like, you know, and for him to have got letting it got that far and i just think about yeah. that to like so many predatory men in my life or like in so many i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. it's so it makes it's like it i so i remember the first time i was catcalled i remember it vividly because i i was like outside and i was like five years old and i was like, wearing my little like shorts and it was like summertime you know this is when i still lived in mississippi and i remember oh. like this guy like walks by me and i think i like in my memory I like remember him as being like one of my like older brother like one of his friends and my older brother is like four years older than me four or five so um what I guess this guy was like 11 but I think yeah like my at the time my brother's friends like he was like always hanging out with older people and stuff so he was probably like 13 I guess Hmm. and then he just like walks by me and he's like "Ooh, like I tap that ass or something like that and I didn't even know what that meant and I just like sort of like kept walking but yeah and then like I was thinking about it the other day because I was like I was like like a five-year-old like prepubescent like child like I and I don't I don't know like what and then it makes me think of like what's happening in his life that he like knows about stuff like that that he's like saying stuff like that to like uh, you know other children like what and then like it's just like throughout my life Mm -hmm. just so many examples of like predatory men and just like grosses me out because it's just like you you choose this like you don't have to be that but you just choose Uh, to be like creepy and weird I don't know I don't know you choose it yes and I'm so sorry that you had to go through that I can't even like pinpoint any specific like time I know Mm -hmm. like people on the street calling me and my butterfly how y'all doing let me get your number oh I'm trying to see what (sighs) it's like I think that's yeah (laughs) I'm not going to lie. When I do need a little ego stroke, I can always walk down Bel Air Road right now. <laughs> I can, they go be out there to tell me what I want to hear. But I just be like, you know, yeah. generally like I, I don't care for, to be approached at all on the street. Like, yeah. I don't like I've be- never once been into that. Cause the type of person that I'm like mm-hmm. trying to interact with and like build something with, isn't like yelling at me on the street. They're, so. not, they're not doing that or making me feel uncomfortable, making me, Oh yeah, my exactly. gosh. Or like men will comment on my feet, which is like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. That's, I completely forgot about that. It's like, do you, <laughs> can you want more? Uh, for us, I mean, that's fine, I guess, but just like, don't I'm on the street. Don't. I'm a stranger on the street. You can't pull me into that. Like I'm not like, a consenting when I was a like, youth. partner. 
Like you, uh, like below 18, 17, 16. Yeah. And you know, because that's probably back when I could have more so afford um maybe one <laughs> pedicure a year. So, you know, my feet looking good and then they just look it all hard and making me uncomfortable or looking at your chest when you, the thing is, I'm, ugh, it's just layers to it, y'all. I've, it's just layers to it. And if we can do better for society, you know, yeah. and just, you know, make sure to teach your, it's mostly, you know what, I it, teach everybody. But I do want to, you know, highlight how men play their part in it and um, how encouraging each other or not encouraging each other, but just like not being like gross. Yeah. Like, no, it's no accountability to all of that. Like, be more accountable with how your actions are perceived and everything. And like people teach your like, you know, we teach like they always were saying, like we teach our like young girls um, to how to be a lady or how not to get assaulted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like make sure you carry your pepper spray or da 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 da. And but we don't teach men to not or boys rather to yeah. not um, assault or not to like do stuff to other people let people be in their own sense of agency and stuff without yeah. you thinking that you can like overstep their boundaries and uh commenting on like people's bodies or touching them oh i just uh, sorry it just be annoying me even when like people like men get close and like oh my gosh it was one event that i went to i think it was a 420 event actually that i went to so yeah happy 420 to all the folks who listening mm-hmm. um although that was a couple weeks ago um, man he came up and sat next to me and I was immediately like on like he was like he was 50 and he came Mm. and sat next to me and I was immediately like on alert because it's like why are you coming to sit next to me it was hello COVID like (laughs) and then like he started talking to me and I was just like it really just grinds my gears when older men interact with me at times like I just be like you just don't understand where you know, I'm, I just be like, I'm, I can't feel super comfortable with this, unfortunately. Like, I, it just like, I can't even, even if you aren't, don't have any ill will, like, I can't just relax into this because it's just been too many instances throughout life where it's like older men have gone out of their way to show me that or tell me that like they have some type of idea on me or they have some type of motive to like, get to me mm. or whatever the case may be and it's not like it's never I'd be just feeling like how can it be from a good place what do we have to talk about like unless yeah. I came to you like oh dang I need some wisdom you're an older black man and I just want to know what the older black man go through or whatever I'm but I'm not about to ask no random off the street who looking at my feet that's not what I'm it just don't be <laughs> the correlation don't be there and so anyways yeah like going forward like we just got to make sure to continue to do the work and have open dialogues and stuff about like making mistakes and stuff like even like for example younger fellas who might get these downloads and stuff into their head or they might you know I don't know find themselves catcalling or something like that like if they can check each other and be like oh don't talk to her like that or whatever or their parents can or they can even like go to their parents and be like oh I actually catcalled this girl but it like you know it went very south and like very bad and I don't know why and now like their parents can explain to them hey like not everybody want to be talked to like that so be more mindful about like you know who you interact with because 
most people, you know, whatever the case may be, like, yes. it's not putting it all on, like, the women and femmes and stuff to, like, have to completely, like, keep on defending, like, keep on Exactly, myself. like, it, I think that's just, like, what bothers me so much about it is I hear so much where it's just, like, you know, women and femmes have been taught to not do this, not do that, not do this because you don't want to, and it's just, like, why should we, like, we, why we don't we should have to defend ourselves it's not in any sense fair and nothing that I'm doing is an invitation for this you know for your behavior and it I don't know it's just like stop acting like that stop acting like that Maybe like if she wear this then that mean that and it's like what I wore this because I wanted to look cute and it's wild because like they be saying like the examples of like you know people in a full-blown uh I think it's burka or something compared to like somebody in a bathing suit like neither one of them are like asking for it or acting for anything but you know even despite like whatever actions that you do to prevent it like prevent Mm -hmm. it whether you try to cover up yourself more or you just like try to be out there even more and like expose yourself more it's like these aren't these aren't effective defenses because it shouldn't have to be a defense in the first place and they statistics show that they aren't exactly the way that you present yourself isn't going to change it it's people who's preying on vulnerable people people who preying on people who it's just ah, people just predatory predatory but anyway yeah oh on that Oh, that made me so sad as I'm always. Sorry, y'all. No, Don't no, just it's, say it. it's just like just when there's just like so much about the world that really frustrates us because it's like we know there's no quick fix and it's just something that we're gonna have to work to work to, you know, change and recover and like to sort of build a place that we'd be proud to, you know, like exist in. And it's just like there's always gonna be somewhere that like where we're you know like falling behind or where we're not doing as good as we should be and it's yeah I don't know I can all I I don't know I I don't even feel like I don't know if I feel I mean I guess technically speaking okay okay my brain is like going like a lot like thinking lots of different things right now because I was gonna say like okay maybe I can like feel optimistic and that like we've made some progress because it's like people are like definitely now more aware of you know sexual harassment and what that looks like and how you know maybe in their past they could have you know done some things to like make people uncomfortable and like how they can like improve and like be different in the future and stuff um and I guess it's like this is like really really recent I feel like that's just been like a reg- you know like a conversation where it's like not uh where you can like be sort of I guess expected to like have a conversation about Mm -hmm. that whereas like maybe like 10 or 15 years ago it was like taboo so you just didn't talk about it Mm -hmm. and I guess like being able to have the conversation is like a really important step into like sorting out you know but but it's just like I saw um I people have been reposting it and I haven't like fact checked it so I don't know Mm -hmm. but it's like that statistic where it was like oh how to how to hit a woman without um without it showing up or something was googled like over like a hundred million times like over the last year and so and there's like other stuff like uh I'm gonna kill her has been like you know googled all these times and like all this stuff and just like a lot of like really horrendous stuff and so it's like clearly just because we're talking about it doesn't mean that that's like Mm -hmm. doing anything for the people in these vulnerable you know situations and so then we have to ask ourselves like okay well then like what's next after that and I think 
talking because it's always like the change comes with like generations so it's yeah, just like, that's what I was sure that, like you know yeah making sure that like you know younger people but then I see this stuff like I don't like I'm not like I mean I'm not super super heavy into TikTok or like TikTok culture but sometimes I watch the like um the friend of me's podcast with like Ethan Klein and mm-hmm. Trisha Paytas and also <laughs> sometimes it because I think they're I mean and not to be like ageist or anything but like um <laughs> they're like they're always not always but like often they like are getting like really heavy and like talking about these like TikTok people TikTok famous people who are like you know late teens early 20s and I'm like these people are so out of your like age demographic just like stop worrying about like and I get it because like some of these people like are just horrible and like annoying but it's just like they know so much about them and I'm like but I mean that's annoying to even like say that because I'm like that's so dumb I'm not gonna stop caring about pop culture when I'm like a few years older now okay so disregard my like stupid ages like comment but anyway it's um, It's valid (laughs) oh y'all know what life and I'm that age group exactly I'm like who are these people that y'all are talking about all the time (laughs) like I don't know who this is but um I think there's like a, a lot of them a lot of those people James Charles included are like having a lot of issues when it comes to underage you know people and I'm like um (laughs) we have to learn like at some point and it's just like there's no excuse now like those people were like 10 you know 12 years old when like me too was like at its peak Mm. so they should have their parents or you know whatever like I feel like it should have been like really like tuned in or like they should have been really like up to date with like what was going on um but everybody's busy sometimes you don't have time to teach your kids how not to like yeah do illegal sex stuff I guess yeah don't do that (laughs) but it's like do you not have any like kind of our intuition and stuff though be like ringing those bells though when stuff is just Mm -hmm. not supposed to be happening so I feel like they need to learn how to tune into that because even yeah that EDP guy going back to him like he was like throughout because they had the whole chat log yo and they read it that's the first video I watched it which was two hours and like uh the thing is throughout the chat like he kept on blocking the decoy he kept on like saying I don't know if I should do this I'm sorry like I'm scared to get into trouble that because he knew in his his instinct his intuition was telling him that everything this is wrong but no they let when they let that uh desire for gratification override the what your body your whole being is telling you is like wrong then that it's just like okay the consequences came to you because you you more self-control if anything like i don't even know like because i'm assuming these people just assuming all right i'm not this is not in any way um uh defending or anything but i'm i'm just assuming like in these people okay they already showing us that their mind is finding like something that's not supposed to be attractive in their head or something that like they shouldn't act on the stuff in their head is like very um desirable something that they like their psyche is saying that oh that's something that i want but now the next step like let's say that's like okay that's in their head the next step is to not act on it and how to like bridge that Mm -hmm. gap between okay this is like a part of like what my psyche is experiencing right now and how can I do the steps to not act on it and literally the part I am in the EDP video is like he's like oh yeah like telling the guys that um 
like got him they he like oh yeah i'm gonna go get help because i'm a like sick individual and stuff like that and everything but it's like this wasn't his first instance in which this has happened mm. so the idea well the hope was that like he would have got help before like he was about to come and see a whole 13 year old and so it's yeah. like we need to yes find that get to was like hey like don't let your whatever mm-mm, that's not gonna fly like don't yeah. act on all of that and stuff because i'm pretty sure like in terms of like me definitely having like wild thoughts not about churn no but just like wild mm-hmm. thoughts like because i feel like um you know at times the mind just it has its own selection of scenarios yeah. gonna offer to you but it's not like i act on them and mm-hmm. um you know because i you know make sure to check my impulse to check my reasoning for doing something or like you know know that it's not it's not no it's not really what i want you know it's yeah. not like these are just my, my I'm not my mind I'm not my thoughts so I don't just because that's what my thoughts is thinking and stuff like that I don't have to act on it I don't have to feed into that energy because no no and he was so popular Kim he had like two million subscribers like um a whole bunch wow. of stream followers like uh, it just and it's like and the whole so time his whole like following plummeted then I don't see his youth I, I haven't been able to find oh, maybe his- they demonetized him I, he wow, probably in jail cool. did he not go to yeah. jail because i Christmas- think you only go to jail if there's like a well like yeah because it was like conspiracy to commit a crime i suppose mm-hmm. so maybe yeah let's see oh I-, I think that's and that's like a problem too because it's just like we put him in jail that's not going to help anything it's- and we need to just like a better rehab i think we need to better understand like how to help because at the end of the day, the it's like probably it's like a, a like a an affliction or something. Yeah. I think so. It's just like to having more compassion and like how do we like solve the problem as opposed to just like putting the problem like mm-hmm. behind bars. <laughs> Even like you were talking about like Lolita. I, I remember when you were. Um, I think yeah. you were reading through that and stuff, and just like you know how his psyche and stuff, like how it like stemmed from like his childhood and like his uh crush on like yeah. some girl who happened to like be reflected in this girl while he was an adult and stuff so it's although it's it's rooted in like some type of um type of um something that can be to a degree rationalized and stuff now yeah like you were saying like prison is not going to reform that or stop that yeah. from being something that they want to act on like um, or you know help with their impulses or whatever to change their minds on that no prison is going to make them feel punished and then once they get the freedom to do what they want to do again then they're most likely going to do it again because they are like who knows I might be back in here again so yeah I'm about exactly. to just do what I want to do and frigging oh my god literally ted bundy like <laughs> literally ted bundy they said he snuck out of prison and it was like let me go murder like i, I don't I just <laughs> we was ready for you Actually. but um <laughs> i love that and sing it's like no let me not. <laughs> but, um thank y'all wanda let folks for tuning in this long about us talking about the nonsense that is this society and just like you know how we just want to make a difference in terms of like just showing up differently, stopping these cycles, you know, just making sure our next generation is set up um, in a better position in terms of like sex work, in terms of like 
a saw in terms of like all these different layers that are actually quite interconnected and stuff like that. And we just want to, you know, be a part of the conversation, a part of the voices and hopefully, you know, go forward into some demonstrations or whatever to like continue to fight the hard fight because it's, it's not going to be one day where everything just goes to peace and it's up to us to, you know, continue to stay open-minded and loving and responses to all of the nonsense. Because when I tell you, it'll try you, it'll try you, it'll cold, it'll freeze your heart up. But it's up to us to try to keep the furnace going. But any last thoughts, Kim? No, no that was a very beautiful sentiment. Um, yeah, I feel we always like dive into like a really somber and sort of just like <laughs> no topic. But you know, that's just that's that's us. So thanks for you know being along on the ride. I suppose I appreciate it. We appreciate y'all, and yeah, this is pretty much it. Actually, Kim, what are you doing? Um, the rest um, of the day. So I think I'm going to go figure out something for dinner. Oh, um, I was thinking of making, so one time we made this like tofu katsu curry and it was so, so, so good. And so I was like, yesterday I was about to go make it. And then like the potatoes are like kind of old and they're like getting those little things on them. And like, I know that they're fine to eat, but like, I just don't like the way it looks. So oh. I put the bag of potatoes down and I have not <laughs> like touched them since. So I don't know if that's going to get made tonight. We'll just see. <laughs> what are you Please up to? Send me that recipe. Um, that sounds so good. Oh, we got potatoes too. But anyways, mm. but my potatoes might also have the thing. But yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Uh, today's schedule. Oh, today's actually my oldest sister's birthday. Her twenty eighth birthday. Happy birthday, uh, Ariel. Happy birthday, Ariel. Uh, she's turkey and I love her and stuff. <laughs> you know make sure that she knows yeah. that I'm recognizing her as my eldest she definitely <laughs> got that oldest sister complex so yeah I gotta go do a couple errands and get some last minute mm. stuff because you know black people always wait till the day of to be like I mean naturally like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we are beautiful and innovative but yeah thank y'all wanderlusty folks I hope y'all have great days as well and tune in next week we're gonna be back to it and yeah, love y'all. Laters. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> love y'all.